Hello and welcome from New Perspective Podcast. My name is Lovey New, hosted with my handsome husband, Joshua New. So we're going to tackle this very important topic that's on everybody's mind right now. To homeschool or to not homeschool is the question. So we all have this issue that's going on right now with digital learning um, versus homeschooling. Yep. And what is your, I mean, we've been dragged through the river as far as going with the coronavirus and making adjustments. Yeah. And absolutely, we had the best analogy of what's going on with homeschooling right now. We're building the plane as we're flying it. <laughs> is that not what's happening? If you're doing digital yeah. learning, wherever you are in the U- U.S., it's like you're building the plane while we're doing it. So with that being said, um, how do you feel about doing digital learning versus homeschool? Well, I'll be honest, the, the digital learning is still like very new. That's the yeah. one thing about it. it it's, it's, it's old school, not old school, but the traditional classroom style teachers that are now trying to adopt and fit a square peg in a round hole and become online teachers right. overnight. Whereas these online programs and curriculums are built to be online first. And I feel like if they're going to have to be online anyway, why not kind of go with an online built, purpose built system and platform versus trying to fit that square peg in a round hole like they're kind of doing today so last year overall um just for everybody who doesn't know out there we are husband and wife so i just and we really haven't had this conversation other than right now in this moment so you're going to get some real answers and one of my major ones is how do you think we adapt it to digital learning and can we adapt the same way if not better this year yeah, I mean, we adapted the best we could. The teachers adapted the best they could. It wasn't easy. The kids adapted the best yeah, they could. Yeah, you know, you there's a lot to, to weigh in there with the kids. And, you know, no, it's not the same. Um, I think it went okay last year. It was a lot of changes, though. Every right. It seemed like every day or every week we're doing something different. It was <laughs> not the same pattern that we did last time. And that's part of growing and getting better. But it was frustrating and difficult for the parents and the students to never get on a, a, a kind of solid way. So um, I think we did well last year with the digital learning. What is going to be this year? No one knows. They're changing the format from what we understand. But again, it changes daily still, even after the whole summer. Right. And that gives me a lot of concern is just the instability of where it's going with the direction. So I completely 100% agree with you. So with that being said, everything's new. We're not really sure how it's going to be. Now, we've talk to some of at least in our county every county is different so i'm not trying to put any scares out there but right now it's looking that they're going to be in class from about eight o'clock in the morning until three, three um consistently and my only problem with being on the computer that long is i have just let you know i have a seven and eight and a 13 year old yeah. my 13 year old is autopilot she'll be fine but the little ones they need they instructions do. i mean what if the it just freezes on them that like shuts down their whole world um i even had you know my poor kids come crying to me last year when things didn't work it was frustrating for everybody so is that something you think is worth the battle to keep doing or is it wiser to transition to a a real homeschool program that's digital you know that's all virtual well the one thing is like the accreditation and that whole piece of it that part it's kind of just being a new parent in this arena it kind of scares me a little bit, not knowing what, you know, for their college and kind of after school. Right. But I'll say that I think for the most part, I, I think I prefer the online. I think I'm still figuring that out as well. But 
I don't think I like the eight to three uh, that they're trying to mimic in right. class instruction when you just that's not what they're doing. And it's, you know, they don't have someone watching them all day long. Uh, it's just different. So I, I think personally, I think the online um, homeschooling is a better option. Uh, but again, I think it's all up to you know preference of each person. So I want to tell everybody one of the biggest things I wanted to do um, about this podcast is encourage, <clears throat> excuse me, um, encourage every parent to get out there and, and, and dive in, whether yeah. it's digital or whether it is homeschooling program, just dive in. There is no right or wrong way. No one's going to come down from the heavens and tell you you didn't teach your kid enough because honestly, be honest, we all went to school. Um, there's 20 kids in the class. Not everyone's going to be an astronaut. I'm sorry. So regardless if they're homeschool or not, mm. be have that confidence that you know enough and you are smart enough that you can teach your kids the same fruits and values that you have. And you will be surprised how much information actually comes back in your head <laughs> when you're doing it. The one thing, what do we love the most? Last year, um, our daughter was in seventh grade, so she would have math issues that they weren't yeah. explaining digitally. And we would sit there, and it was a game to us. Yeah, it, it was good because we actually got the opportunity to kind of get the lesson again and get yeah. a refresher. And, uh, you know, but we did know how to do it. We had the background, so we were able to kind of help lend that helping hand to our daughter. Um, and, and so it is, it's kind of refreshing just to even kind of reinvigorate your own mind yeah. and those creative juices. So I think it's been really good in that perspective as well. So what were some of the resources we use that I would recommend people to use as, um, guys for them? Because we don't know everything. Yes, I have a master's. We both do. We both have masters. So my point is, is regardless of being educated, we still don't know every single thing that they're going through okay. and what resources that we use to help our kids last year. Well, so first of all, we've got the homeschool education Nazi lady over here. I know. Look, I wear my shirt proudly, too. So seriously, there's going to be more to come. So, you know, you really would be the best person to speak about that because you brought a lot of resources outside of what school was bringing to the table. But, you know, what we've recently kind of delved into is, you know, things outside of just what the teachers are bringing to the table. Right. So one thing is, you know, going back to fitness is one thing, right? And yes. so, you know have a great instructor over here, a yoga instructor. So what do we do? We take our kids Every and morning. I say we, the yoga instructor slash teacher slash cook slash cafeteria lady. And you can see my shirt. It says coach, right? It does say coach. It should say yoga coach or life yeah. coach. One of them. But yes, all these titles are mine. And all you moms out there, this is going to be your title too. So own it proudly. I have a little reward for you at the end for doing all this hard work plus being a wife. So I haven't forgotten that uh, job too. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. Um, just a little caveat. I want to let you know, I am a yoga instructor. I teach online. I do a lot of virtual stuff. I coach um, Mommy and Me Yoga, and this is a very invigorating class for the moms and the kids to take a break during the day. Um, that's something I'm offering on my website via Zoom. So please message me, all that, and we can get that out there. But most importantly, incorporate physical fitness into homeschooling or digital learning um, remote because... I'm a nurse practitioner. I have been preaching this and I will continue to preach this. You have to see, stay moving during the coronavirus right now. Yeah. It is increasing with our kids. So if we're not safe enough to send our kids to school, then make sure you're doing everything you can at home to keep them healthy and being active getting outside, getting in nature is going to help you. So I recommend it 
definitely your vitamins and supplements do all those things and just another caveat as a nurse practitioner on my youtube page you can find the vitamins or supplements i specifically recommended for this coronavirus and so far so good our yeah. family's doing well so that's just a little caveat on that but anyway move on yeah i wanted to also talk about um homeschooling is successful when both parents are on the same page. Do yeah. you agree? Absolutely. I mean, if, if you're not, you know, it is one thing if just a wife is maybe handling it, right. but honestly, even the, the husband, you know, I, I work, you know, most of the time from home while she's doing most of the work with the kids during the day. But, you know, I don't just completely, you know, fluff it off and, and not try. So I have to also be aware, I have to be on the same page. I have to right. understand what the curriculum is you know, help navigate when the kids have a problem or they have a question, I should be able to help answer those questions. So, and then just what the strategy is, you know, making sure that it'd be a problem if you really want to do digital learning and I really want to do online, you know, homeschooling and we couldn't come to an agreement. So you're going to have to understand the pros and cons as a husband and wife couple and then come together and understand what's the best one for you. And we definitely, I mean, we have our moments where we may disagree or we think it's more that, but um, Josh does really respect my ideas on education and stuff. I'm, I'm going to show you some of my tools or my tricks over here that I've been doing for years and it's been very successful. All my daughters are straight A students and, and focused and gifted and stuff like that. So I'm not tooting my own horn. It's just that during the summers, I've always been doing mm-hmm. a mini homeschool thing. I prepare them for the next grade. So there's a lot of things I have in my toolbox that I want to share with people. Yeah. Um, I wanted to get some things out there as far as the list of um, different programs they have. Mm-hmm. What are some of them that we looked at for uh, specifically homeschooling? Yeah, so uh, we've looked at uh, quite a few. We've done a little bit of research. We're still doing research, to be honest with you. So if we say something wrong (laughs) or incorrect, we're still learning ourselves. So we're just here to learn with you and help pass on what we do know. Yeah. And so we've looked at the Acellus uh, Acellus, program, which looks to be a very robust, accredited program, quite expensive. What's Um, the pricing? So that one's $250 a month or about $2,400 a year, depending on how you pay for it, right? Right. um, that one's a little more like a private school level, yeah. um, but it is accredited and in that whole uh, thing. So w- what's the big deal of a credit? So, you know, the accreditation just comes into play when you're looking at going to colleges okay. and applying for right. scholarships and um, you know, maybe trying to get into the military or things like that. doesn't say you're any less educated if it's not accredited. It's the same material, but it comes back to, you know, what is recognized by the different governing bodies and things like that. Right. So um, and then there's a uh, home power homeschool. Power home. And that one actually uses the Acellus, uh, you know, content yeah. and platform to deliver the same instruction, but for $25 a month instead of $25. Um, so this is something we've kind of recently figured out and are probably going to uh, move towards as well. And and then the one we're currently, we've also looked at what, K-12, which K-12, we thought it was more of a, yeah. a you know, an online education. It really seems more like a search engine for online homeschooling programs in your area and then we looked at um i, th- I think there was a couple more uh, Khan academy um yeah. which is a free program obviously everyone likes free a lot of good content there uh, my two cents on that was they were using that as just add-on kind of uh at, yeah. at her school during the year in digital learning they had been using Khan academy anyway as an addition to their curriculum so i didn't feel like that really gave enough meat to be a full curriculum but the one we currently decided on was Time for Learning, right. um, which is a, a not a bad program. We've been demoing it, or you know, they've got um, most of these have a 
uh, test period, trial period, right. where you can test it out and see how it works. So we have a month so. free trial right now. We started a week ago. So right yeah. now we're on week two of trying um, Time for Learn for um, my seven, eight, and my 13-year-old right now. Yep. So we're just trying to get a feel whether it really resonates with us, to be honest, and if it's efficient. So yeah. far, I just want to tell you my opinion of it. Um, my goal for homeschooling and everybody can set their schedule different, but I want it to be done by one. So when we were doing digital learning last year, we were done by one for the most part, unless there was a meetup group. Um, so that's how I'm structuring my homeschool program is to be done by one so that we can have lunch move on with our life, do science yeah. experience, go to the library, all those kind of things. Right. Um, so right now we, my two youngest are completing everything before lunchtime, which is great. It gives us a lot of free time, flexibility, and then I can solidify extra things, which yeah. trust me, I'm going to show you some of the extra things my poor kids have to do. Um, so that's what so far we realized now I'm not so sure that it's the one for my oldest. Yeah. yeah. So we're still on the fence, but for the two youngest, I think it's appropriate. Yeah. It's a lot of animation. Um, there is a lot of tests in there. We can set the schedule to whatever you want. You can set the whole school year and they'll adjust the assignments. Um, I feel like the system is user friendly. However, I think it's not as developed as some programs that we were just clicking on before we started this thing. We actually found a couple more yeah. um, homeschools and we're starting to, we're, we're kind of backpedaling. So I recommend that everybody mess with a couple different programs if you do get the free trial, take advantage of it because with um, Time for Learning, and I want to put that out there, they had an additional program for math. So mm -hmm. my two younger girls are taking additional like kind of hard um, elective math. And then my oldest is taking Spanish. So I really, and it's, it's Rosetta Stone Spanish. So let me add that part in that they did do some really nice features, um, customer service, very friendly. So I want to give pauses before my next viewing of this, where I may say something completely different. So yeah. And just on that, it's like, it's $20 a month for the first kid and $15 a month after that, just so you have an idea of what it costs as well. So, and I want to ask you real quick, you talk about schedules. Yeah. Um, and you are very good with schedules and it's very important to you. Can you kind of talk through that and how that can help other people out there? I want to enforce this big as day. Schedules, 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 schedules. I am a Nazi for schedules. And I'll tell you a little trick that I've learned with my kids. So y'all can't see this, but literally this is the schedule that we do as far as activities, what we eat, where we're going, all that kind of stuff. So that during the middle of the day, I'm not scrambling my brain to figure something to figure out, out to uh, fill the day up with stuff. Yeah. I even, this is how I trick my kids. I get them to make their own schedule. After school is done, I have them make their own schedule and see and let them be empowered to feel like they have some control over things. So that's something I encourage as well. Um, I also encourage like an activity and productivity schedule as well, because I think it's important to know where you're going um, without building the plane while you're flying, yeah. right? So you can always readjust the schedule. Yeah. So this week, let me just give you a little thing. Last week, um, when I made my daughter's schedule in time for learn, I made it where she was only doing like an average of six items a day. This week I switched it to subjects. So only like Monday, Wednesday, she's doing math and language arts and Tuesday, Thursday, she may be doing Hispanic or Spanish or, um, 
uh, history. So I kind of switched it up and made it like a college schedule, a block schedule versus the other one. And I'm going to let her choose on which one she likes better. To me, it doesn't matter because yeah. she still just has to complete the goal within that week. Um, the other thing about schedules, one part I want to say, schedules are good, but for the perfectionist woman, I'm talking to myself, to be <laughs> honest. Um one, take a Klodopin. Two, yeah, he's so uh, silly. Three. <laughs> Can't take this girl nowhere. Okay, but, but seriously, on a real note, for the perfectionist moms, if you really are getting so uh, wrapped around the axle about a schedule, ball it up and throw it away. Yeah. There is, no, like, I'm going to say this again, there's no wrong way to do this. And we have so many resources out there right now, it's almost inconceivable to be unsuccessful to be honest so that's one of my things about schedules i recommend them print out a block like this have your kids fill in their own ideas and then sit down together and come to a meeting to kind of thin things out i also wanted to show you this was a printout from um, time for learn and pretty much it's a schedule that my kids would get so they'll know for the whole week what they have to do. Now, if they want to go ahead, they're more than welcome to. So that's an option. And the beauty of homeschool, because at school, you couldn't get ahead. You couldn't move on if the entire class didn't know the Correct. subject. So that's a positive to this, as well as I want to reinforce that in homeschooling, you're able to find your kids' strengths. So if they're really good in science, then you can build a whole curriculum around Around that. science, yeah. Um, we also, what are we doing with our kids? Oh, this is what we do. We I think just yesterday we went and uh, took them out for science. We went and took a walk oh, to the creek. We did. You know, so we go out and we look at, you know, the different rock formations. And what type of stone do you think this might be? How did, you know, just science things that are obviously all within outdoors. Right. And we got to do that in kind of an unstructured, informal way, and, and it worked really well. Like, uh, so there's there's lots of opportunities to, to teach life skills. Like, yes. another thing that I'm very big on, I'm in IT, so I really push my kids to learn how to type. Yep. <laughs> Everyone's going to need to know that. So they Including also have, me. Yeah. I type with them, too. Yep. So I'm relearning things. So, I, you know, we push typing class as an additional resource. We do, uh, I do have them take coding courses and yes. things like that that are online and free. All this stuff is free. So, and if you reach out, we can give you the links to some of these resources as Absolutely. well. Um, and so we find things like that to try to, and just baking cookies in the kitchen or making mm -hmm. a dinner together gives us an opportunity to talk about little science things. So we have a lot of different ways, you know, and you mentioned the flexibility. There's a lot of flexibility within homeschool versus, you know, we actually just got a call from our teacher for our kids today about starting yeah. school next week. And it, there's no flexibility. It's, you know, these are the times you got to be online. You have to be yep. here. I don't care what your work schedule is. <laughs> no. Those kinds of things. Um, and so it's not as flexible where homeschool is. Even if you have, hey, it's been a rough day or a rough week, you can kind of maneuver things and move them around. So I, I want to ask you, it's not our situation. Thankfully, we're blessed in, that situ in this situation. But how do you, what advice do you give uh, parents out there who have to maybe work or single parents who have to work and they're not allowed to be at home eight to three with their kid and how they can kind of use homeschool to bridge that gap. So this is a question and I forgot my uh, Facebook friend that I want to direct this to and I want to make a big point. The beauty of homeschooling versus digital learning or remote learning with the school system you have seven days as well as 365 days to change your schedule. You're not locked into having to learn something in 
eight months. Right. You can extend it to 12 months. You can even skip over sections that you think are pertinent. But the most important thing I want to get across to people is even if you work at night, because that's the issue. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of moms standing on the crossroad of, do I go back to work? And if I do go back to work, how do I educate my child if they have to be home? Correct. I want to say, breathe. That's number one. Two, you can only do so much. And it's okay to homeschool your child at nighttime. I've had many parents reach out to me in my groups and say, I homeschool my child at night because I worked all day and then we would do things into the weekend. And that's all you have to do. Honestly, and I just want, and I'm pointing out that if my kids get up at nine, we work out for an hour, we sit down at 10 and start, lunches for 12, 1230, they only have two and a half hours to really get work done. So if that's being said, possibly, and this is just an idea, before dinner or after dinner, go ahead and let your kid know we're going to stay up late until 11 and your bedtime's at 12. He sleeps later. You're just adjusting the schedule to help um, facilitate learning in your home your way. And guess what? It's not wrong. Some kids may learn to learn better in the afternoon. My oldest, she is not a morning person at all. If I could start school at two, it'd be a lot better for her. So don't be so hard that it's not so in the box. Think outside the box. As long as they're getting information, that's all that matters. Um, Also, don't be afraid to turn your weekends because, like I said, it really is like a two-hour block. You could probably do two days in one day on a weekend. Correct. It may not be uh, comfortable or, or fun, but it's an option as well. The other thing is co-ops. There's a lot of co-ops out Correct. there. I want to mention so that, please yeah. get into Facebook groups, crossing over to homeschool, Atlanta, Georgia, homeschool. I mean, there is a plethora. You cannot go wrong. And the one thing I want to um, encourage and let everybody know is there are co-ops where other parents are getting together and they would have somebody else kind of jump in and, and, and um, uh, assist on certain subjects. So like if, your Sally's mom is not good in math, then have her do math and you do reading and y'all rotate. However, I just want to remember to encourage, you know, the whole COVID. So don't create another situation that's not going to put us in the future. As long as you're trusting this person and you feel like it's beneficial for your child, co-ops are the way. Um, There's uh, hybrid programs and all those kind of things. And there's so many resources. Um, and one thing I wanted to hit on before we kind of switch off because of the time, um, what mental concerns do you have with homeschooling your child and what are they really missing? What are the benefits too? So the pros and cons of homeschooling, because this is my followers and readers have been going nuts about this topic specifically. Well, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer to this. And, and, but from my perspective and everyone's got a different perspective, that's why it's a new perspectives (laughs) podcast. Right. But from my personal perspective, the way I look at it is I don't really think they're missing much of anything. I don't Um, either. You know, truthfully, uh, they're, the social interaction they were having really was taking away from their education yeah. opportunities and it wasn't helping that. And I'm just going to be honest. I mean, I work from home. I don't, I don't work and see people on the regular anyway. And I know that humans need that, right. but at the same time, um, they only know what they know. So if that's their norm, that's then they're true. not going to feel like they're missing out on anything. That's been their norm. It's what they know. And at the end of the day, you know, what would they rather have, um, you know, I'm not saying there won't be some maybe mental challenges or emotional challenges with this that come out of it and social challenges with right. people. 
I, I think we've been on that path for a long time due to technology. Absolutely. And, and we've already been on that train. Yeah. And this is going to continue that to some degree. Don't get me wrong, but considering the alternatives and the situation we're in, I feel like it's, it's better than putting your health at risk, you know, your, your physical health at risk. And so I think that there's still opportunity if you have siblings, but this is an opportunity for you to get now get I agree. Um, engaged with your children and not, you know, I'm not saying you pawn them off on other kids to go have fun and, and learn about life. But now you get to kind of be that. The other just aspect real quick is think about all the wrong things your kids learn about life yeah. and about, you know, all those things from their friends who know nothing. Right. Now you get to kind of be that one, you know, yeah. uh, person or, or that one voice that gets to uh, help them understand things. And they still can text. They can still FaceTime. They can still Zoom and meet up with their friends. So I personally don't feel like they're really missing out on much. Um, but that's my perspective. So. Correct. And I, I mean, I agree with you. I, I think nothing that they're missing in their childhood can't be reversed. It's only 18 years of their life. Um, you live way much longer in the real world and you can't, you know, you can't prepare for all of that either. Yeah. Um, so I agree with that. Um, benefits. I agree with you. It's bonding with your children, bonding with siblings. Um, I actually see it as a plus. Um, my daughter actually talks to me a lot more than she did. Yeah. It's actually the one thing that I've gotten out of it is I've gotten to pull her personality out. Yeah. I've gotten to show her a lot more of my personality yeah. too. I'm not just mom. I'm teacher, principal, <laughs> nurse. Literally I am a nurse, nurse <laughs> practitioner, like everything. So like I'm I am everything to them yeah. right now and so I am her friend and but she does communicate with her friends she does have a cell phone we let her text um she hasn't seen her friends but we go out a lot we do a lot of family outings mm -hmm. so that's the only thing I say is if you're gonna homeschool at least bring your kids out a little bit I know time is running up but I want to show you some of my study tools that I use for my kids and I highly recommend um, I use Sullivan. This is one of the like study cards. It's a spelling flashcards. I use vocabulary by them. I've used them for years. My kids are all using them. My oldest just finished doing a deck of Greek and Latin PSAT vocabulary word cards. I absolutely recommend that people get those. Um, and one of the tools I've been using for years, and this is just a stack of them. This is, this is why I'm a Nazi. This is what I've been doing <laughs> before this even started. So I was already, it was, it was in my veins. I was ready for it. Um, spectrum is one of my favorite. I love it. They're usually pretty much on point with every yeah. single year and they have extra material with the answers in the back. So my kids, like I was saying, they have their digital learning or their homeschool mm -hmm. and then they get packets of these in addition. Yep. So, um, but that's just something I do to try to make sure that they're advancing and always ahead. So that's the one thing I encourage everybody to do most importantly is you got this. Yeah. So I'm going to wrap this up. We're definitely going to do this again. Cause I feel but like before I, you wrap up, I just want to yeah. mention one thing and, and it's even a reminder to you and, and to everyone out there. Remember you need a break. Yes. You know, go Absolutely. take a break for yourself away from these kids, away from the digital learning, away from all of it. Don't be afraid. Yes. Listen. Stop the drama. Save your mama. Give her this. It's okay. Yeah. Just, I don't want you hiding in the closet drinking. I don't want any of that. But if you need a break, it's Take okay. Take a break. Yeah. Those little rugrats will be fine. Trust me. 
Think about when your baby used to cry. You let that baby cry, huh? Exactly. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> yes, you need a break. You have to breathe. And that's some of the things that I will tell you. Um, we went through for Power Home. That's one of the things. Some quick notes that they have for parents. And I just want to read off. Help your kid create a schedule. Take short breaks between study sessions. Make sure you teach your child how to take good notes. Yeah. Um, encourage your students to, to get involved in activities, even if it's just home activities, like start running club, uh, start a chess club, any of those things. Um, I also encourage volunteering. I know right now we can't do it, but I highly recommend, I like to go to Georgia Mountain Food Bank and bring my kids. They love it. And it's so good. That's yeah. a socialization I think kids should have. I agree. Giving back in some yeah. way. And I've even started to encourage my oldest to be a tutor for like a first grader and do it digitally. Because yep. there are parents. So think outside the box on this, parents. You got this. Um, so with that being said, I want to wrap up yeah. just a little bit. Um, please email me your questions. I will answer them. Message me. Um, but recap. Throw away self-doubt. Stop doubting yourselves. You absolutely can do this. It, it can be done. Um, you are smart enough. We have the resources. It's called Google. Google, Google, Google. Facebook groups, other parents, myself. If I don't know the answer, I'll find somebody who has it for you. Reach out. Partner with people. That's my number two thing. Partner with yeah. someone. Another classmate, a neighbor, a friend. Encourage. Encourage your partners, your spouses, your kids. Yes. You're going to get through this. It's okay. It's a learning curve. We're all doing it so that's one of my other things be flexible if you're a perfectionist throw it out you've got to be okay yeah. with not completing all assignments if the kids don't get it done today there's always tomorrow and you're in control of their grades if you're doing homeschool um for my kids they have to make 85s and above on every single thing they do but that doesn't have to be your standard you can make it 75 Whatever you want, it's your world. And there will be bad days and there will be meltdowns, but it's okay. <laughs> There's another day tomorrow and the sun comes up again and you will be okay the next day. So, uh, Make homeschooling fun, um, but don't overdo it. I'm guilty of that. <laughs> I will put, do like 90 things in one day and then the next day I'm like, what are we supposed to do? Spread it out. Yeah. Um, schedule, schedule, schedule. I like schedules, but if that doesn't work for you, get your kids involved. Help them guide their schedule as well. We also incorporate like home cooking, like you said, life yeah. skills. So do stuff like that. When you're just bored and you just look at each other like, let's cook something. You Use math and cooking for ingredients Correct. and measuring stuff. It's great for the little kids and even my oldest. Um, join Facebook group, podcast, teachers, any of those things that will help you for resources and information. Don't stop asking questions. I'm on a lot of homeschool um, groups and we'll get the same question. Who cares? Keep asking that question yep. because someone else may have that same question. Right? And they may even have a different answer to it. Remember, the only stupid question is the one you don't ask. Absolutely. Yeah. So remember all the stuff that you went to school with. Um, and then or learn in school and then last and not least stay active stay moving join if you care you like yoga join mommy and me or mom and me i do a teen version plus a kid version meaning like under 10 um or just stay active get outside with your kid go for a walk we'll take our kids for a walk at least because they need vitamin d vitamin d is important and it's part of your health so make sure you take them outside and get that 
Um, and then, like I said, if you have any questions, please, please let me know. Um, I'm trying to read a question real quick <laughs> on here. And while she's doing that, just like as, you know, again, it doesn't have to be all just Monday through Friday. Like I teach the girls martial arts on the weekends and that counts again towards their kind of PE and their physical activities. And so, you know, you can kind of spread those things out and they're things I would have done with them anyway, but now they can kind of count towards their school curriculum as well. So, you know, there's lots of ways you got to, like she said, think outside the box, be creative, um, be on the same page, use your skill sets. You know, she's very good with uh, studying and having good study habits. Yeah. Mine are terrible, but I'm good in IT, so I can kind of help them navigate the computer and the UI and these different things. And so use your strengths as well as a couple to kind of, you know, balance each other out. Absolutely. You said it perfectly. I completely agree. Alyssa, I see your question. It's kind of like, gone out but i mean i'm going to answer it after if you can shoot it to me in a direct message um that'd be appreciated i'm so sorry because i'm looking at a different screen down here and it won't let me see the rest of the message um but stay in contact with me please uh, message me if there's anything i can do or any resources i can give more i will um i want to do a uh recap in a few weeks yeah. um because i know a lot of people couldn't make it tonight and one last thing, I will be doing a Zoom meetup with a multitude of moms, dads that are already homeschooling or are interested in homeschooling. And that one will be Saturday, this Saturday at 2. But I will have another group um, in a few weeks to do the same thing. My goal is to get the parents involved together and start helping each other start building a true community of partnership yeah. with your neighbors and with humans we need it we need it so desperately so um definitely if you can join any of those things or you want to be get an invite message me um and bring your questions fire yeah. them at me we we're, we're all learning together we right? are so. and there will be a lot of parents on there that are already experienced so you can get some other answers from other people um too yeah absolutely well i first of all thank you thank amazing you. job for hosting this and uh, being my co-host so i appreciate it thank each and every one of you out there for joining new perspectives podcast absolutely. And thanks for listening to our new perspectives as we ignite the, as we inspire hope and ignite the love for life. So thank you for joining us and we'll see you next time. Have Bye everybody. Bye. Thanks.